Hey everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Lessons Podcast. My name is Daniel Williams, I'm your host, and we are in episode 11 of season five. And as you can tell, we're doing a little something different today with some background music because we have hit double digits in our season. It's time for a mid-season break. In the middle of July, I think this is a perfect and appropriate thing. And also, I just came back from a refreshing vacation. I gotta work and get some video content to you. So, because I edit, I film. I do all the stuff myself here as a ministry to serve you. I need some time to recoup and get working and going because the second half is full of great content. Yes, we have a lot of video content, even though this episode will be just audio. We have great uh, content and leaders coming your way in the second half. I like to try to have the season about 22 episodes to 24. And uh, let me tell you, we got uh, a couple of associate pastors from Calvary Chapel Tacoma, Joel and Nelly. Uh, I have a few youth pastors, my old youth pastor, Sean Holland, who took me on my first mission trip. He's doing a leadership lesson. I have a local youth pastor here in our area. Um, I have the living legend, Glenn Schaefer, even a couple of people uh, that have are new to the podcast, like a Jeff Guype, the Calvary Chapel Global Network leader. And so there's going to be a lot of great content coming your way in the second half with more video. But this two episodes coming to you 11 and 12 are going to be a little bit different and from my Patreon interviews. Now, this season, we actually started a Patreon page where it's a page where you can participate with a subscription. And for that monthly cost of donating to the ministry to help us get content out, we give you information and bonus content, Uh, not just interviews like this, but bonus videos, some PDF files or Photoshop files, uh, things that I come across in ministry that I think are helpful for other church leaders. And actually it allows us to be able to do some really cool things and pass on information to you. And so I want to thank you all for being a part of the Patreon community. If you've not checked it out, please do so. I do think it will benefit you, not just for the extra content, which you're about to hear an example of, but also uh, for the resources, the book recommendations. When I give on the podcast, I'm able to send out all the quotes that stood out to me and you can get a synopsis of the book before you buy it. Uh, There are a lot of different things that I put out there and even test. And right now, remember, this is just the podcast leadership lessons podcast but it's brought to you by ee leaders where our goal our mission you can say is to encourage and equip church leaders and so uh, we're actually over the summer beta testing a a small handful of pastors with video lessons that no one's seen with uh, private conversations with prayer groups and community over zoom Uh, matter of fact this week i did another roundtable with another group of south uh, florida pastors and glenn schaefer was able to share and so uh, summer is also busy for me, but for the podcast and for most of us, I know it seems to be like vacation chill. And so I wanted to just give, make sure the audio was really good. You guys are uh, listening as you drive, as you work out, as you just sort of focus and gear for the fall. I'm doing the same, but I'm keeping things a little fresh and trying to move forward to the goal of always encouraging and equip you. So I'd love to hear any input, any wisdom that you'd have. You could reach out to me uh, at Daniel at eeleaders.com. Send me an email or find us on social and leave us a, a direct message. And I'd love to just be able to connect with you in any of those platforms uh, because uh, we are a ministry by church leaders for church leaders. And so this interview that I had with AJ Pierre, man, he is one that I've walked with for many years. He has his own podcast, which I would recommend to you. It's called the Empower You podcast. I just listened to three episodes, the difference of coaching and mentoring. It was so 
good. Uh, and so check out all of his information, those type of things. But uh, man, summer is strong. And as a matter of fact, my kids, it's so strong. They didn't wake up until 12 o'clock today. So you know, it's the middle of the summer. Things are going well. I uh, got back from the vacation, enjoying and gearing up and working behind the scenes a lot to get you more stuff. But this episode, Patreon interview with AJ Pierre, uh, man, I think you're going to be blessed. And I want to give a special shout out to him and thank you because he was actually my first interview while I had still a broken ankle and was recovering. He came over to the house, did a leadership lesson, uh, episode three, The Power of Change. We dive deep into this conversation from that, but we just veer off in all different things and he stuck around and it was just so encouraging for me to have some fellowship as I was in pain and isolated for so long. A few of the brothers in South Florida came over to my house and did some ministry and just talked and I recorded it and I think it will bless you as it blessed me that day when we sat down and had this great conversation. So this is episode 11 of season five, somewhat of a mid-season break. And we'll do this again for the month of July. So we have two episodes and then in episode 13, we'll come back with a video. But don't you worry, our YouTube page at EE Leaders, uh, man, it's still pumping out uh, great video content. And so check that out. Leave a review, share, subscribe, do all the things that you can do to continue to follow Jesus and support all the stuff that is happening here in this ministry. We love you. We're praying for you. We appreciate you. God bless you guys and enjoy this interview. Well, hey everyone, we are here with AJ Pierre. Do you go by AJ or Abias? I go by AJ, yeah. even though Abdias is, is is the legal name, but yeah. AJ seems to be a lot simpler for people, so we go with AJ. Wait, what? Because I even messed it up. It's Abias, but that's not it. I know your no, name. Abdias. Abdias. Yes, I, we're <laughs> we do know each other. That's, it know. is true. We're so close <laughs> that he's touching my knee, people. Uh, come on. That's right. That, that's proximity, right? Is key for exactly. That's why it's a Patreon video, an extra <laughs> bonus episode for you guys, because I yeah. want you to know yeah. the people I'm hanging out with, the people that influence me, that I'm encouraged by, that um, I roll with, and I've been rolling with you, man, for how long? How long have you known each dude, other? I want to say, man, I want to say like 2012, 2013. Yeah. Do you even know how we met? Um, I know we met through a great group of guys, uh -huh. um, couple pastors in the area, Pastor Rodney, um, uh, Pastor Ron, yep. um, was like the initial, uh, introduction. Cause we, my wife and I were actually planning a church at the time yep. and we were just looking for brothers and people who understood the, the process, the pressure yep. uh, and uh -huh. everything that comes with it. And so got connected to you guys, um, and been connected since, you know, yeah. been connected since. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great how God divinely connects people. And I yeah. think one yeah. thing immediately when I think about you is just like, you need to be open to relationship. So you said I, I was in friends with, you know, Rod, Rodney, um, a couple other guys, which probably been on the Leadership Lessons mm -hmm. podcast before. But when people come into your life, you need to understand that there is a purpose and divine purpose for it. Yeah. And so even know your journey of like planning a church, doing ministry. I think I had you teach. Mm -hmm. uh, we got coffee together. I'm just always trying to be available to meet new people. Yeah. I don't know how far that relationship will last. I didn't know that one day we'd be so close sharing a chair and recording a bonus mm -hmm. episode. You never know, people. You, you never know. That's why you got to be open, though. I think I, I think when we first connected uh, and I try to do it with everyone, just be open. Yeah. You know, just be open to the relationship, be open to exploring, be open to learning. Yep. Right. Um, you know, you being, um, you know, born and bred West Coast guy. 
right? There we go. Born and raised me? Tacoma, Washington, Come straight on. straight hood. You know, and I'm a Florida boy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? West Palm Beach, you know, Florida, you know, all my life, South Florida. So I I, I think even those brought great just conversations and learning. And, and I think in that you build, you know, bonds that you keep, you know what I mean? So I think that's yeah. awesome as well. And yeah. here's a little, here's a little uh, trick. Cause I do feel bad that I messed up your name, but uh, <laughs> in the video, the leadership lesson video this month that we shared, when you sharing that great uh, lesson, what we'll talk about a little bit more today mm-hmm. about the power of change. Uh, you said, Dan. Mm-hmm. And so if you guys know, if anyone calls me, Dan, uh, even some people like Rodney calls me, Danny. That's how you know they're really real yeah. good friends. Yeah. Because I do yeah. not go by Dan, uh, Dan. I go by Daniel. But some people, they just they know me. They get there's just this love language. So you know, it's funny though. So when that's I why said I, it? I've never call. I always call you AJ. Even like yeah, I yeah, just so always cool. it's just so just cool. yeah. yeah. But in professional and introduction past yeah, of course we call each other. You know yeah. I can but it's funny because even when I said Dan, yeah. I was like oh snap. I probably should have said Daniel. I was like. Ah, but whatever. He's a friend. I think he'll be okay with. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. So it still came out. Yeah, it still yeah. came out. So, so it's it's good. So it's yeah. fun to be able to introduce you guys to some friends and get into uh, conversations where we talk about one on one or in private and just open up to the community, the people that I'm influencing through this time. And so, um, man, let's talk about your growth real quick about yeah. just how God has used you, where you're at, uh, not just from a church planner, but you've had multiple experience in ministry from yeah. youth pastor, executive pastor, associate pastor, outreach pastor. Yeah. missions i mean like all this different stuff to now uh really being used by god in a great way in the marketplace yeah. and even uh what i'm excited to share with you guys about is your new podcast yeah. and how god is using that so give us just a little bit of background about just your involvement as a church leader yeah. and um yeah. sort of where it started and where you're at now yeah man uh well first off thanks so much uh for having us i think uh, anytime someone shares their platform with you man that, that's a huge blessing and an honor so excited uh, to be here but yeah man um been in ministry for years. I, I I think I grew up in church, right? So I was one of those uh, one of those kids. I wasn't a PK though, so I wasn't a pastor's okay. kid. My dad was more of a deacon, um, our entire time. But I remember growing up, man. I was like, hey, when I turn eighteen, I'm on two wheels out of here. Two wheels. Like you're not <laughs> you're not gonna be. I mean, at the day, right? I get a chance. Uh, but I remember being young, man, and, and people were like, we just feel like you have a call to ministry at a young age. And I was always like, nope, not interested, not not remotely interested. And so uh, kind of grew up, left, went to the military, came back home. So, you know, explored life. Uh, but like anything, right, God has a way of uh, of bringing you back. Yep. Uh, and so uh, the way it actually happened, how we got started in ministry is uh, we volunteered to be student leaders um, at a church locally. Uh, and we did that for about two years, hmm. right? And it just dedicated. And of course, if you want to call it, move up the ranks, you know. Yeah. So we went from like student leader to like student lead yeah. uh, to like you know volunteer lead and, leadership and, and, development, baby. And, and then basically, kind of like if you want to call it like the second in command in the youth ministry. Uh, and so I was fine. I was like perfectly fine with that. Thought that was great. Uh, my wife and I were working together uh, in that. Uh, and then our, our youth pastor at the time um, got an amazing offer uh, to be like a associate or executive pastor at another church. Yep. Um, and so literally our you, you were the next man. Up. Our introduction uh, into uh, uh, if you want to call it like leadership, right, was. Uh, meeting with the pastor and he's like next week you're being installed as you're the youth pastor how old were you when that happened man i was 20 i was 27 28 
Okay, so, so check this out. So my installment, yeah. being, not leading up the ranks, but just development in a yeah. church. Yeah. Uh, it was more of a, a mega church, a larger church. Uh, I was doing so much of the church. I said, hey, how about we raise you up to be a pastor? Mm. I was actually getting my four-year degree in business administration. Okay. Did that, okay. minor in marketing, all that different yeah, stuff. Yeah. But so I got married in 19. Okay. At the age 20, I got on staff to be on a path to be a pastor of the church. Wow. At 22, I think it was 22 or 21. I don't even know. I don't remember. It was so young. Uh, the youth pastor that I was assisting and okay. I was doing worship, other stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever, all there's plenty of stuff to do in a large setting. Uh, basically he went to go plant a church. Okay. So they were just like, all right, welcome. Welcome. You're I want here. you to, yeah. So, <laughs> so all of a sudden I was like 22, yeah. uh, with a, mm-hmm. over a hundred high school kids yeah. pastoring. And you're yep. just like, what? Like, like, I look, I look back and I go, man, that was, thank God that there are people like that that absolutely. believe in you. Absolutely. Like they, they, one thing I like to do with people, um, to develop them and they don't really see their gifting Mm -hmm. is there's this little principle called, I see, I see in you. Hey, Mm -hmm. I see in you a gift. I want to develop you and giving opportunity. And man, I failed. I messed up so much. (laughs) You fumbled like literally through it. Yeah. But there was so much grace in that. Like how did you at 27 and I don't care if you're 27 or you're 47, if you get in a new position, a director, a pastor, a church plant, like it's just scary and weird. How important is grace from others in your development? And how has that like played out in your life? Yeah. I think, I think grace is so important, right? Cause you have to give, um, I always talk about one of the pieces that I talk about a lot is like empowerment, right? Yeah, yeah. Like empowering others. And I think really in that moment, what my leader did was empower me. Mm-hmm. But part of empowerment is allowing room to fail. Yep. You know what I mean? And so that's where I think the grace component really kicks in because even though he put us into that position, right? Or opened up that, that door for us to step into, uh, there was still seasons of growth. There was so much I didn't know. I almost looked at it like as long as I was one chapter ahead in the book, uh, I, I think <laughs> yeah. I was okay. Uh, and that's literally how I became, man. Like I was like, I just got to stay one week ahead, one week ahead, one week ahead. Uh, but that grace or that room that he gave uh, yeah. when he empowered me, I think honestly now at this stage uh, have been the, the things and the principles that have helped me grow and helped me develop because it created in me this 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 belief system that I just got to try Yep. And I'm not always going to get it perfect and I don't have to be perfect, uh, but I at least have to give my best. I at least have to show up. And I think that was the beginning stages of that level of uh, develop and, and mindset and always being positive and, and just kind of keeping the right thought process yeah. um, as you're going. And I think yeah, that's man, you got You got to show up. You got to put in the work. And yeah. God uses those failures. Uh, John Maxwell, I think he faint coin, like yeah. fell, forward. fell forward. You got to move. Yeah. You got to grow. Yeah. You got to learn. And now that we're on sort of the other side, we have worked with youth pastors and develop other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you, we need to give more grace. And remember, oh, yeah, I remember when I was beginning it was it was rough yeah it was and 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 i think too you know in 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 giving grace it's the ability to still i always tell people don't ever forget where you came from yeah right don't ever forget how you got started right like when you were thrust into a certain position that you probably weren't ready for and i think if you always keep that at the forefront of your mind i think you will end up looking at people with compassion you know empathy right you're able Mm -hmm. to say okay I see the ability because, once again, empowerment is uh, the ability and the belief uh, in people that they can actually get done the task that you're giving them to do, but you're giving room for them to do it, right? And so I I think as long as we can take that approach to it, I I think ultimately we empower people to really go out there and be 
um, all that they can be, right? That's and understanding amazing. that ultimately God is the one really developing them anyways, yeah, yeah. right? All I'm doing is kind of being used by God, right, as an instrument to help this person become, but ultimately God is the one that's that's doing the work and, and doing the changing. They just have to be open to it. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. developed and you grew from there, mm-hmm. right, at stages. What are some other ministry um, responsibilities that you grew into? Yeah, so so we, we, we did that for a season, um, and then I ended up, uh, we hadn't even been to seminary yet, man. Like literally, like I was yeah. just high level volunteer, right? If you think about it. Uh, so we ended up going to seminary, uh, right? Walking through that, uh, making sure that we just had the, you know, the tangible knowledge, if you want to call it that, of yeah. how to handle, uh, that position. And then also too, started taking leadership classes and leadership courses and, and all that to kind of grow in that area. So then eventually we grew from that point. Uh, we became associate pastors, um, at, at another ministry, uh, that, uh, that got started. It was a church plant. Uh, so we ran, uh, with them for a little while. Yep. Um, and then eventually, uh, they actually, the ministry had to transition out of state. Right. Okay. So we're like, okay, Lord, this is okay. <laughs> I mean, we left one thing to go do another. Uh, and then, um, we had a great friend of ours that, that, that planted a church as well. Um, it was like, man, I'd love if you would come on and be in outreach, uh, outreach pastor for us. And so yep. uh, we went and did that, which ultimately is our heart. Like we love people. We love the hands on, you know, part uh-huh. of ministry, uh, of working with the sheep. And so, uh, did that for a couple of years, uh, and did very well in that position. And then ultimately the tug started happening, right? Where it's like, wait, are we supposed to kind of launch out into something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll never forget, uh, feeling that first kind of like ding, I, I, I think the Lord is calling us to something and, and you'll laugh when I tell you this. I literally go, oh, I know what to do. I'm go- I'm going to go talk to my senior pastor because there's no way he's going to release me. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he'll be the way that I get out of having to step out, right? And so yeah. I go talk to him about it. Well, I talked to my wife first and she was like, okay. I said, well, you know, pray on it, babe. You know, and I was like, oh, she'll come back and say no. And she came back. She was like, yeah, I'm kind of feeling led to do the same thing. So I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go talk to the pastor. So I went to talk to him about it. Uh, he's, he's like, like see you later. Right? Him, him and his wife was like, okay, give us, you know, give us some time. It took about two weeks. They came back. They were like, we got to release you. And yeah. I was like, uh, okay. And so it wasn't a, a a leave moment. It wasn't a, oh, this isn't working out. We're out of here. It Damn. was really um, our leader saying, nah, man, like we pray too. And, and we feel like uh, yeah. you got something and we feel like the Lord is calling it to you. So uh, we launched out and uh, planted uh, Empowered Hope, uh, which we still have today, yeah. uh, that has that itself as a ministry has developed over the years mm-hmm. and now has become um, years later um, more marketplace ministry where we find ourselves working with entrepreneurs, uh, leaders, and really implementing how do you combine faith and work, right? How do you combine entrepreneurship and yep. faith? How do you combine business and faith? Uh, and so we've said, seen some just real impact, but even that was a journey yeah. because I had to like, there was some, some recalibrating I had to do within myself because it was also part of me saying, Oh my God, like, no, wait, I'm supposed to do it this way. I'm supposed to do it this way. I'm supposed to do it this way. But the power of change is understanding like, man, wow, there's some things that the Lord needs me to do. And I'm going to have to be willing to get uncomfortable to change, to become. Yeah, yeah. And so while it was all happening, it was terrifying. And we've had plenty of sit downs and talks and, You've been a total blessing because you helped encourage me through those seasons of like, no, bro, you're still 
Like you're still in ministry. You're still called to yeah, ministry. Yeah. You're still working with people. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I do the building and the, the, the podium. It doesn't look like this. The podium and it doesn't. And everybody thinks I'm weird. And I don't, you know, and all those, those, I didn't cry though. Yeah. Maybe in private. Maybe in private. I, I cried. Maybe Welcome to the club. People. Right. Hey, it's part it's part of the journey. I'm telling yeah. you, step into leadership and there will be tears yeah, yeah. Uh, that will be shed. But, uh, you know, I, I, I look I look back at those moments and those were also part of the change, part of the development yeah. uh, that we had to go through. That so let, brought us here. Let's stop right there thinking about like just the power of change in this conversation, mm-hmm. sort of honing in from um just your lesson and thinking yeah. about blind spots. You went to your pastor mm-hmm. thinking, okay, he'll be someone that just tells me, nah, I don't no, see it. It's not right. In you. Yeah. yeah. Because, cause you were at least humble enough to be like, okay, I should be sent out. I should know mm-hmm. I should be under authority. Mm-hmm. How important was it for someone else to affirm your calling, to affirm your hope and dream or your nudge or being like, is this other spirit? Is this not like confirmation yeah. from other godly people, your wife, your pastor? Yeah. How important is that in a call to plant a church, to serve the Lord, to start a new ministry? Like where does that play as far as people being able to see yeah. your gifting? And- yeah, I, I think counsel is everything, man. Yeah. Um, not to say like I, I, I do or I don't do everything someone says, mm-hmm. uh, but I think wise counsel, Bible clearly speaks on, on, on that, right? The importance of wise counsel. And I think in that moment, yes, I, you know, jokingly, like I wanted him to say no, cause I was terrified. Like, I don't know if I want to step yeah, out yeah, and do course. this on my own, but at the same time, it really was like, Hey, you know, this is my leader. This is who I'm submitted to, right? Mm-hmm. This is who I'm choosing to walk with. Uh, this is someone that I have that I have trusted with everything else, right? In this yeah. moment in my life, so uh, what counsel can they lend? What what ear can they give? Uh, wh- what do they see? Because they've already trusted me to do other things. So what do they see uh, in me uh, that that I that I could uh, you know bring to the body and bring to the kingdom? And so uh, for us, it, it, it was the counsel more so for the standpoint of like, hey, what are you hearing? What do you see? I know what I'm hearing. Uh, but I also wanted to make sure it wasn't just something I was, I was hearing or something I was yeah, creating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, uh, you know, getting that 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 wise counsel and, and other people. But I think it was reassuring. Yep. Right. To to hear them go, Nah, man, we 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 gotta let you go too. Terrifying, but reassuring. Like, yeah. okay, so I didn't I didn't hear wrong. Yeah. Like like what I heard is what I'm hearing, and uh, in that. It also gave us confidence then to move because I remember accelerating after after that that yeah. meeting they had us over dinner mm-hmm. shared with us what was going on from that moment it was like let's go let's do yeah. it because it, was it fuel to your fire yeah because it gave us this boldness right uh, and confidence that we needed um, to move forward to have that level of like no we believe you know yeah. and, and you got that and I think I think that in itself is a blessing that's why I always tell anybody I I talk to now and, and guys that I work with. Um, and, and mentor that that mentorship and coaching is key. Counsel is great. It's not a bad thing, right? Yep. You you, you want to hear from those that may be a little bit further along, in hopes that they'll help you avoid right yep. some things or, or maybe skip over some hurdles that you may have tripped over uh-huh. um, that you didn't know were there. So I think you know that's just as important. So you have moved along many different ministries. Now you're at this ministry, uh, empowered, empowered, empowered people, hope. Yep. empowered mm-hmm. hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I'm excited about: a new podcast. Yeah, a couple yep, of yep. seasons under your belt. Yes, sir. You yes, know, sir. making yes, it sir. happen. The Empowered uh, You Podcast. That's right. Gotta uh, love it. Gotta link love it. in the description. Gotta so. Love it. Um, Tell me about that. How did how did you go from just starting that ministry, that podcast? And obviously, 
I'll just side note, caveat. That's obviously more. You do way more ministry than just a podcast. Right. We do right. way more stuff than yeah. that. But it's a way that we are now in the position of coaching, mentoring, mm-hmm. learning the lessons that we've gone through mm-hmm. in all those seasons to pass yeah. that on to other people. So that's what gets excite excites me is to bear fruit on other people's trees. Yeah. Yeah. To to be able to yeah. pour into other people and to see the kingdom of God expand and multiply. So yeah. for you, why did you start a podcast? Because there may be other people that. That may be something, this is a very popular thing mm-hmm. now, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're here because they're listening to our podcast. And so w- what does that look like? Like, what's the vision of the podcast? What made you start it? And, yeah. um, you know. Why do we go after it? So for yeah. us, it's, you know, I, I had I had been coaching and mentoring for a, for a while. Um, but I was doing everything one-on-one, right? So I would have uh, guys uh, or, or gals that we would meet with and we would coach and mentor, coach and mentor. Uh, and one time I was sitting down uh, with a young man and he was like, man, you know, every time I get with you, you you give me gems, you give me nuggets. And man, I wish some of my friends that I interact with, man, could get these get these nuggets as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and it became, can you meet with them? Mm-hmm. And at that point, uh, I had to really start looking at the difference between um, ability and capability. Yeah. Right. Like I'm able to do it because I have the skills and the knowledge of the wisdom but I wasn't capable because I didn't have the bandwidth. I was like, there's no way that I could. I mean, dude, I would be booking out every hour upon the hour. And so the thought came uh, from one of my mentors when I was kind of just sharing the story. He said, well, why don't you curate everything? And I was like, hmm. He said, yeah, just put everything in one place. He said, maybe something like a podcast. And I was like, hmm. Didn't even, you know, like it, yeah, it yeah. hadn't really crossed. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you take everything, put it in one place. Uh, now you can be a benefit and a blessing to even more people yeah. uh, because now it's out there, right? And people can log on, they can listen mm-hmm. to it. Uh, and so really for us, it's called the Empowered You Podcast because our focus is we want to educate, we want to equip, and we want to empower people uh, to become everything that God has called them to be. And, and, and so for us, I've understood that God cares about the total man, yeah. right? So it's not just spiritually, but he wants us to be whole spiritually, emotionally, mentally, yeah. financially, physically, right? So all of that matters. And so for us, uh, the empowered you, which is really a play on you, right? Yep. When we're saying it, we uh-huh. want to empower you and, and we want to equip you, right? We want to educate you. So if we can give you tangible principles, tangible nuggets and things that you can take and actually apply, because the way I, I the, the way I really share on there is we give you a thought, but then we give you keys. So, hey, yep. this may be the thought, but now let's give you a couple steps on how to navigate that. Yeah, and yeah. I just really believe that what we're sharing uh, and other people are sharing as well, but what we're, what we're sharing, I, I just believe, is adding uh, or will add maximum value to the listener. Yeah. Uh, because number one, it's not just theory; it's things that we've actually walked through and practitioner had to, and had to navigate right yep. and, and get to where we get to. So yeah. I feel like we have a lot of empathy and compassion on those that um, are walking through steps mm. we did. One thing I think that is really important when you're teaching, if you're a practitioner, you know those painful steps that you made, and you don't want that for other people. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, obviously everyone has to, their their own adventure and God's mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. a work in every single person's life. But if you can help someone from pain yeah, and absolutely. learn the lesson in the same absolutely. way, there are some things you can only learn from pain. Yeah. Uh, right. Agreed. Totally. But there's a lot of stuff that if someone would just come alongside of me and give me an encouragement or say, Hey, Hey, then when you do a message, why don't you write stuff down before rather than just Those off little, the cuff? Like little tips, little just, nuggets, little, yeah. little thing. Yeah. It's, this isn't yeah. gospel. This yeah. is just wisdom of growth it actually can help the change yeah. and move it faster yeah. farther and better yeah. and help yeah. not only the leader but help all the people that the leader is helping absolutely you know so it's it's, it's a multi multi effect of us just giving wisdom giving yeah. nuggets and yeah. 
like you said, I love that because most people are doing this. A mm-hmm. lot of people are doing it. But what if we had a culture that just was generous to give wisdom, to give I mean, it would just make everyone yeah, better. Yeah. So we all have our own part. I love your podcast. I love how you give. I love how you keep on changing and God calls you to different things. Uh, it's probably a hard thing for you to transition from an associate to as a church plant, to a ministry, to the marketplace, to different things. One last thing I, I think that would be helpful for us to just think about when I think about change um, before I just ask you a few things specifically in the lesson you talk. Okay. You're in a different season now. Mm-hmm. You're about to be an empty nester. An almost. Em- an empty nester. Okay. You're Guys, s- I'm not that old. That's No, but ah! neither, neither am I. But <laughs> we, I know somebody probably went like, well, how, hey, old, we, how old is he? Hey, I got married young, had some babies young. Come I got a, I got two, a uh, high schooler, yeah. uh, eighth grader. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So eighth grade, 10th grade, your son. Um, he is a, a senior, senior in high school. And Sean and you've done really well. He's doing incredible. Yeah, man, we're excited for him. You, he has like twenty. Like I said, what college do you think? And he's like, oh, this one, this one, this one, yeah. this one, this one, or this one, or this one. These are in order. Then this one, this one. like just. And he's put in the work. Yeah, to get into every single one. It's so amazing. It's, it, it makes it very interesting. Right? But but for you, obviously, that's your fruit because mm-hmm. you've done a good job as a parent, as mentoring, not only just out there in the you know worldwide yeah. web but in your home leading first uh you and sean have a great marriage doing a great job with mm-hmm. your son but what change do you see now well how are you preparing right now for being an empty nester mm-hmm. what does that look like what is that yeah. in your mind because i know some people uh, are dealing with that yeah and what it, what have you learned from maybe the principles that you applied in ministry and all these different changes yeah. how are you applying that personally because i think sometimes it has to hit us as a practitioner, not just out there in ministry, mm-hmm. but personally for us, yeah. what does that look like for you now personally? Yeah, it's, going it's two. It's two things. I think number one, it's increasing our trust. Yeah, right. Because, like any parent, right, your child has been with you, right? Like he's been with us. He's he's our baby. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and now watching uh, myself, watching my wife, uh, walk through like, oh snap, we have to actually now trust everything that we've put in him. Mm-hmm. Like everything that we've trained them up to do and and, and, and and believing that it's there and it's deposited and it's growing and it's going to continue to grow and uh, that he doesn't depart from it. Like all of that. Uh, so there's a trust journey that, that my wife and I are going through of just like, OK, watching him make his own decisions, you know, watching him decide, OK, where, what are you thinking? Uh, it is like you want to jump in there and like just tell him you're thinking that what right? is wrong with where this? Did that come from? Uh, but 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 so so we're walking that part out, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's our journey with God, of course. Uh, but even then, like he's reassuring us because we're watching him make decisions and we're like, oh, OK, cool. So he does remember that or he did remember. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that's the first thing. But the second part uh, about us being empty nesters um, is we're looking at it as an opportunity to increase our availability. Right. Uh, we're more available. Yeah. Like I, I we won't have that part of our schedule per se and you know the pickups and the activities and the after school and the this and the that and so really for us it's created now a question in us like well what do we go do like what do we do now like okay lord what now your capacity is a little bit more right like what do we do with that time right so my wife and i are stepping out into some additional ministry things and some podcasting things and in different opportunities now uh, because we have greater bandwidth. Yeah, yeah. And so I would say if you're somebody right now who's in that season of, oh, my goodness, my, my child is graduating or or maybe they're at home and they're graduating college and they're about to move out, whatever the case may be. I, I think you have to first off trust 
right? What, what, what God has led you to put in them over the years and trust that ultimately God is the one that's in control anyways, right? Yep. And it's going to lead them and guide them and direct them. Uh, and of course you continue to pray, but then I also would say, examine your availability now. Like what would God have you to do with the time? Like, how can you be a blessing now? Or who can you go bless? Or what can you go do? Or what can you give that time to that helps, I believe, further the mission of the kingdom? Yeah. And as long as those are the kind of the two mindsets that you have behind it, I think uh, I think you'll see success, right, as, yeah. as you move forward. Yeah. Well, I think that's why that message of the power of change is so important because Ecclesiastes talks about, like, there are seasons. Seasons. Times. Yeah. Times to laugh, times to mourn, times mm-hmm. to die, times yep. to live. Like, there's just different seasons that yeah. we all deal with. Yeah. And it's hard to live in a future season Mm -hmm. or a past season we need to live in the season that god has given us um as i record this right now you can't see but uh i have a broken ankle and so (laughs) this is why there's a blue backdrop and it's looking a little 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 shady because i'm having a hard time being mobilized moving around he's doing a great job though. you know i'm trying doing my thing i have a little home studio office but now i have to move everything down till it's portable and i can't move it and you just need to know what season you're at so i've had to cancel a lot of different events appointments but I'm using this time now to be like, all right, I have extra time in my house. I'm going I'm to hang out with some of my boys. Yeah. I'm going to do some more leadership lessons. I'm yeah. going to invest in yeah. this time and use it wisely. Yeah. Um, you develop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, know? you develop. So, yeah. so doing that. So, so the Bible talks about like seasons and stuff like that. And like for us as leaders, how important it is to know that the season that we're in is where God has us. And why is it so important for us to always understand that going into every season is hard? Yeah. I, I think awareness is key. Right. Yeah. And that's something we talked about on the power of change when I was sharing, like you have to be aware of where you are at all times. Now, granted, I, I know that we should plan. I know that we should write the vision, yes. uh, make it plan. I know that we should have the, the, the three year, the five year, the 10 year, you know, all those goals and things. But I think a lot of times where anxiety, frustration, uh, even bitterness sometimes comes in is when we're so far in the future that we're not present in the moment. Right. Yeah. And so I think. Uh, ultimately, uh, w- w- what you do in these moments is is you really uh, look at where you are, uh, you, you examine, right? You accept. And I think that that's part of it, right? Because the seasons are the seasons. Uh, and I, I, I always laugh because, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear preachers say it all the time, right? You're either in a season, you're coming out of a season, or you're going into a season. Yeah. Or sometimes they'll use the word storm or whatever the case may be. Trial, suffering, right? life, everything. All yeah. of it, right? But I think, I think being aware of where you are uh, it's actually a moment of empowerment, right? Because if yeah. you can, if you can be honest enough to say, okay, this is where I am, this is what we can do, this is what we can't do, mm-hmm. uh, this is where our ministry is at yep. the moment, right? So this is what we can do, this is what we can't do. I, I think being aware uh, can help to kill comparison, yeah. right? Because I think that's a place where a lot of leaders I've struggled and yeah. like, oh man, wow, look at what they're, oh man, look at what he got, oh man, wow, they're, ki- oh snap, but then not realizing, AJ, you're not there. Yeah. You're just not there and it is what it is, but how can you maximize where you are in the moment that you're in? And I think as long as you, you can approach life from that perspective and keeping a constant moment of awareness of being just present on, okay, this is what I got. This is where I am. I think it'll help you appreciate the season more than hate it. So like seasons, you're in that mm-hmm. and you're aware of it. How important is it for you to have people to help you be aware of it? Because like the reason why they call it blind spots, because mm-hmm. it's blind to you. Mm-hmm. So you have to be close to people that see where you're at and can give you honest feedback. How important has mentoring, coaching, um, accessibility, people seeing where you're at mm-hmm. help you in identifying the season that you're in? Yeah, we all need trusted voices, man. 
Yeah. You, you have to have people in your life. Now, you can't, I always say transparency is everything, but you can't be transparent with everyone, right? Like yeah. you got, you got to, you, you have to know uh, who those people are um, in your life that you can be honest and open with, right? Because once again, there are going to be things in your life, right? That you just cannot see, yes. right? That you just cannot notice. Uh, you know, as an example, right? Sometimes you, you, you know, this, you, you may not be smelling right, right? And usually it's the people around you that'll go, hey, brother, you, you kind of off there a little bit. Yep. And you're like, oh, I didn't, wow, I didn't even, I didn't even notice that. Why? Because you can be in a situation so long that it becomes comfortable. And yeah. not even comfortable, you become numb to it, right? Like I've lived in this so long that it just feels like another day to me. Yeah. But then somebody else who has a 30,000 foot view looks and goes, mm, no, something's wrong yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. Like something's off, something smells, something's not right, something's broken. And so I think having those uh, individuals in your life, trusted voices, of course, but those individuals that have that level of access, they can say, hey, man, you love your brother, but you're off a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. hey, may, have you ever thought about this? Like, Or even like with the podcast, hey, have you ever thought about, because you, you, you're, you're running yourself ragged trying to yep. do this one-on-one, what if you just kind of did it in group or curated it or put it all somewhere? And so I think, once again, having those voices uh, just help with maintaining sanity. Yes. You know what I mean? And, uh-huh. and being able uh, to function properly because now you're not feeling like you have to be Superman, but that you have people who can catch things that you'll miss. Yeah. Notice I said not might miss, but you will miss. You will miss right? it. Because we, yeah. we all go through that. And, so. and I think as a leader in your own development, you need to grow because you need to work in your leadership, mm-hmm. meaning you're in in mm-hmm. leading people and it's, but you need to work on your leadership. Yeah. Same thing with the church. Like I, I work in the church. I'm on staff. I teach yep. weekly. I'm doing meetings, but then every quarter I have two or three days or even a week where I have someone come in and teach at the church. Okay. I work on the church. Yeah. So what are the systems? How is this working? What's the culture yep. like? And work That's on good. the church. And I think That's good. not just in the church, but in our own lives, we need to be able to work in the capacity God's given us in our leadership, but then we need to work on. Yeah. And most people don't don't see that. They don't work on their leadership. They're always in. They're always in. They're always yeah. actively boom. Yeah. And you're so what are you busy. Doing, what are you doing for you? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, developing, reading, growing. Yeah, and I think good. part of your development is having people work like, seeing those blind spots is asking proactively, asking people questions. Hey, what do you see in me? Like, what are my blind spots? And I love what you said, not just listening to everyone. We all have trolls, even if we're not online. We we all have haters, but criticism, that stuff. But who can you trust? Because not everybody's a hater. No. Right? Not everybody's a troll. You do have people in your life that desire to see you win. Exactly. they're there, I believe, to help you do it. And if your wife says something, she should have more weight uh, about who you are as a person yeah. than someone that doesn't have that proximity right. or right. that trust. Right. Like it's just a right. natural game. Cause a lot of times what happens is those on the outside are just seeing the facade anyways. Exactly. They're not seeing the actual, your, your spouse uh, is seeing the inner workings. That's right. Right. Morning, noon and night mm-hmm. of who you are. And yes. so, uh, they so definitely I, have a different vantage point. And that's why I think in a coaching relationship, mentor relationship, mm-hmm. when you're a mentor or someone's being coached, you have to honestly, actively open up and be honest. Yeah. They can't assess something that's a false you yeah. or a lie. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to be perfect with them. Yeah. And so you need to have that trust to be able to say, like James talks about, and there's healing when we confess our sins with one another, mm-hmm. our shortcomings. Mm-hmm. And if we can't do that with the person we're coaching or mentoring, then yeah. they're act, we're actually setting them up right. to not help us. In a and I would way. go as far to say is they're not your coach. No. They're not your mentor because they can't really speak 
to where you are and where you're trying to go. Yep. So if, if if you're if you're sitting in one of those moments and you feel like I can't be honest with this person, yeah. then you, you may need to evaluate. I'm just saying because yeah. there's so, there's a breakdown mm-hmm. somewhere in either the relationship, maybe the understanding, maybe of how this was even set up. Uh, so so getting that clarity, I think, would be important because, like yeah. you said, if you're sitting in front of who you call a mentor or a coach or an accountability partner, and you're still hiding then there's something there that I think needs to be, you know, addressed and dealt with. Yeah. yeah. And we need that to change. Yeah. And having the power to change is, yeah. is being honest, being open, yeah. finding people even, and don't be afraid, even if you have to pay for a mentor, pay for a coach, it's people's yeah. time. Like yeah. this is, it's an important part of development of growth. Yeah. Uh, one thing I love you said in this, this talk, you talked about three different types of people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, people that watch things happen. Yep. Right. Yep. People that uh, they got to make things happen. And then those that don't, know what happened yeah <laughs> they're just yeah. That, that's a scary play yeah that's, what what's so, going on so okay so let me let me ask you this uh two questions two it's just sort of fun but yeah. like which one are you uh-huh. and then for those three types how do you deal like so if you're a person that's disengaged what's the remedy of that or the person that's always going trying to make things happen like what's the obvious that's a strength but mm-hmm. what's the weakness and how do you help and then maybe yeah. you know like the people that just watch things happen like how do you yeah. how do you get from one person or one type to another type of person. Yeah, I I am a a type make it happen um type of person. No, you yeah really yeah that that's but I think too not me man I'm uh, I'm, I'm 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 sit back I don't do nah, I'm just nah he's definitely a make it happen type <laughs> guy trust me trust, trust me I, I, if, well, it, I just if anybody makes it happen uh it, it, it's it's Daniel that's he, right he makes it happen not Dan Daniel yeah. right uh-huh. <laughs> but um but no uh but I also think a lot of that came from my upbringing. Right. That made me like that because I very early on, I realized, man, like I had the type of father that he wouldn't do it for you. Mm -hmm. Right. So, hey, dad, I need go do it. Hey, dad, can you go do it? Hey, dad, I already showed you how to do that. Like I'm not. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so and so it kind of forced uh, my siblings and I early uh, to really take ownership of what we wanted to see get done. Right. And so. Uh, very much so that that is my makeup uh that's that's my drive uh, i'm just that type of person and i can lock in yeah wouldn't right? you say that's like the key like the probably the strongest person to change the guy that has the attitude of like i'm gonna make it happen yeah right? yeah because i the, the the hard part about that especially in faith right is it creates trust issues okay because early on in my walk with the lord like i was very much so like what like i don't Pray about what? Like I can go, I can go make it happen. Like yeah, or yeah. depend on what? No, I, I can go make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like what do you mean? Ask for help. What? I can go make it happen, right? I was, I used to laugh because I used to call myself Mister. I got it. Yeah. Because that was my answer to everything. Like hey Jay, you know we need. I got it. Hey Jay, we got. I got it. Hey, you know we got it. I got it. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I grew up with that type of complex. So even though it was good from the standpoint of like I'm willing to get up and go do things. I'm willing to get up and go after it. I'm willing to go fight for it. But at the same time, it can create a complex where you feel like I don't need anything and I don't need anyone. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that, not, that's and probably that's where, not good either. That's probably where most of our listeners are. You're type A. You're leading, obviously, in yeah. the church. You're right. you're after. You're having that actions plan. You're dealing with seasons. But it's really important for us to listen. There are weaknesses to that, yeah. especially when it comes to our faith, dependence. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I've been really growing in like silence and solitude mm. as a spiritual practice. Yeah. It sounds like to actually put my Bible away yeah. and just to sit there. And do nothing. Mm. Like I did my first so 24-hour silent retreat. Oh, that's so hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, As boy. a type Ooh. A. But I knew, okay, I have all these strengths and it's good for change. Yeah. But 
constant change is not good as well. Not evaluating, not processing, not yeah. praying, not being dependent. Yeah. And so what are the spiritual disciplines that I need to take yeah. to grow in that area? Man, I need to be, just be still and know that he's God. Yeah. So, so because even when things go right, if I'm a make it type of person, then I can actually think that I actually did something to yeah. receive the glory. Well, that, that's not where I, that's look, not where look I was. Look what I did. Yeah. yeah. You're on the mountaintop. Like, look how great I am. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so I think that was a big part of it. I would say if you, if you find yourself in the, I, I watch things happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there can, there, there, there can be a, a blessing in that type because you're probably a great team player. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you want to participate. Uh, you're excited to be there, but I think at the same time too, that can create a level of pa- uh, passiveness yeah. where now life is just happening to you and you can sometimes take on a victim type mindset where it's like, woe yep. is me. L- look how everything, oh, nothing's working out in my favor. You know, oh, I got taken advantage of it again. Oh, it's not me, me, me. And you'll find a lot of times when you're taking that approach, you blame a lot. Yeah. Right. So it's like, well, it was them. It was it was that system. It was that church. It was that leader. It was that team. It was, you know, whatever. And those are the people that usually were leading. They're they're watching. They're engaged. They say like 20 percent of the people do 80 percent of the work. work. Yep. And so we're as leaders, we how you got to motivate. Yeah. How can we motivate the people that just sort of say like they're just watching it happen? Yeah. What challenges or what um what advice would you have for us as leaders to get those people engaged, to change, to come along the vision that we have? Yeah, to- I, I, I think as leaders, right, our responsibility is to do our best to pull the best out of people, right? So I go back to my own story. I was a youth leader. Yeah. And I was fine, right? I was fine being a youth leader, and I was just watching the pastoring position. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's, oh, wow, yeah, awesome. Great job. It wasn't until my leader stepped in and said, I see something in you that you may not yet see in yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to help empower or expose you to it. Yep. I see right? and, you. And, yep. It, and it wasn't necessary. Some would say, well, do you think that was premature? No, because the timing was created right yeah. for that. And so he told, he chose to step into that moment and say, I'm going to help you rise up. I'm going to help you level up. And so I think as leaders, uh, when we're, when we're working with those that are kind of maybe watching uh, things happen or watching life go by, I think we have to, uh, take leadership, right, and help people figure out what their abilities are, what their giftings. I always say there's 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 three things that you got to kind of look at, and I believe every person, uh, leader, or everybody's leading in some capacity. So yeah. I hate, I hate Im- to say influence. I hate yeah, to yeah. say leader or not, uh-huh. but you know what I mean. Like if you're in a senior leader position and you got those that are following, let, let's maybe say it like this. I, I believe everyone has. Um, I, I believe everyone has uh, gifts and talents. Right. Everybody has gifts and talents. We all have something. Right. Uh, But I also believe at the same time, everyone has to go on this purpose pursuit. Right. Like, who are you? Like, like, who am I? What what do I what am I about? What do I bring to the table? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I think ultimately, number three, everyone has a sphere of influence. Yeah. Right. So we're all not called to the same people. Right. Like there's people you'll reach that I may my voice may not necessarily reach their ear and vice versa. I -hmm. may have some people that I talk to that. But that's okay. I think that's what makes up. That's why we're all part of one body. Mm -hmm. So I think it's helping people identify primarily who are you. Right. Like answering between you and God, not not who I'm telling you you are, but between you and God, who are you? And then helping them then identify gifts and talents. So I remember uh, my leader would have us take gift assessments. Yeah. Right. To figure out like, what what are you good at? Like, what are you not good at? Like, what do you lean towards? What don't you lean towards? And then ultimately being open 
uh, to people finding their sphere of influence, right? Yeah. Finding that that tribe or that village, right, that they can speak to and work with. And I think when we do that, we help people transition from watcher to doer, right? Yes. Like like uh -huh. where now uh, I'm actually engaged, right, yeah. in, in what's going on. Now, if you're the person who doesn't even know a game is being played. Yes, the disengaged, the, the third type of person. That, what do you do with those people that they're just like, they're just looking and they ain't got no, no clue, clue uh, what's, go <laughs> what's, go what's going on, right? Like 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 uh, uh, like a deer in headlights, yes, right? Like yes. a deer in headlights. I, I, I think that that individual, it's interesting uh, because now if you're sitting back saying, "Man, I didn't even know I didn't even know a game was scheduled. Did, didn't even know didn't even know there was a game today." Um, you know that that type of person. I think a lot of times the reason they probably get to that place is probably because they've been defeated so many times. Yeah. Right. Like they've taken so many L's. Right. That they're like now. Now they're like, man, I'm not even gonna. Why bother? Right? So would you suggest giving them some stuff that's like easy wins? Easy ones. I, I I believe in that. Right. Yeah. Like how, how do you eat an elephant? Right. Once one small bite at, bite at a time. Yeah. That's how you get through it. And so I think I think putting people intentionally in position to win is a big deal as a leader. Yeah. Like how do I strategically put like knowing who I'm dealing with knowing what I got going on. I never forget we had this we had this young lady, uh super personality man. I mean just like sun in a body. Like literally. I mean this girl <laughs> would walk in um but was also a shell of herself, right? Mm. So I remember early off in our when we when we had planted, we were like, you know what? Put her at the door. Hmm. Like because she would come in, sit in, you know, kind of sit in the middle. She would never sit in the back. She would never sit in the front. It was always in the middle. And I guess that's like, if I sit too close, I'll be seen. Yeah. But if I sit too far back, I'll be seen. Like, why is she in the back? Or why is she? So I, right in the middle. One day I was like, hey, could you do us a big favor? And she's like, what? I said, could you stand at the door and when people come, just say hi. That's it. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to walk them anywhere. You don't got to walk them in. Just say hi. And I remember watching her at first, like the first couple of Sundays she did it. She was like, hi, 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 hey, hi, how you doing? How's yeah. it going? And you watched it develop mm -hmm. to where she owned that. Eventually it was like, hey, how you doing? Oh my God, we're so glad you're here, man. This is exciting. Oh, you're going to have an amazing time today. Worship is going to be great. Hey, yeah. uh, go in, you know, so-and-so uh, is going to help you find your seat. You yep. know, da, 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 da. If you need any coffee or anything, it's over here. And she grew into that. But she was disengaged at first. So I think as leaders, sometimes we have to look at people and go, okay, where's where within the organization, where within the ministry can I, can I help you find your place? Yeah. Sometimes it's on us to engage and assess yeah. and know where to put people. Right, right. Uh, one thing I, I see a big, big mistake is, especially in like in pulpit ministry or teaching, mm -hmm. is you throw a person that you really haven't met with, haven't coached with, haven't helped in teaching. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey, go speak in front of the whole congregation. Oh, so no. everyone can see how terrible you are because right, right. you haven't it's put that Yeah, it's a setup of They'll failure. never do it again. I love our, our ministry and the way we do things as far as community groups. Mm -hmm. If I want to have someone teach, I have multiple community groups. So now I can have that person do that teaching. Start there. Start there with yeah. a group of 10, yeah. get feedback. Yeah. And that's and yeah. it's like, or a worship yeah. leader help rather yeah. than just throwing them out. And you may say, well, isn't that bad? No, that's a good thing. I'm trying to help them succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I also will do that to allow them to see their own gifts. Yeah. So what ends up happening, one story comes to mind. I had a guy, he did youth ministry before, mm -hmm. was teaching. I didn't really think he had the gift of teaching. He's behind the scenes. He's gifted okay. in that. Very okay. talented, very amazing, servant heart. But rather than me crushing him, because it demoralizes, he was already not engaged. I said, okay, why don't you prepare? Yeah. And then why don't you preach it to me? 
and mm, see how it is. Yeah. Like just one, yeah. just one person. Yeah. He thought it was okay after yeah. preaching to me. Okay, great. Um, I didn't think it was there. All right. All right. Didn't make any sense. It was like, okay. So here, why don't you write stuff down? Let me coach you. you blah, blah, coaching. Yeah. And then put him in front of just one group mm-hmm. and said, okay. And then afterwards I came, Hey, how do you think it went? Finally, he's like, yeah, I don't really think if teaches this is my get, lane. This is my yeah. thing. It was an easy fail. He had right. preached two, three uh, times, yep. came back, had feedback and no one said you did a terrible job, but he can see, Oh man, that was, that was harder than I thought. It wasn't as good as I mm-hmm. thought. And I said, you know, and you, he may have not liked it. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't, he didn't yeah, like yeah. it. He you struggled. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, did you struggle this much when you just helped set up? Hey, he how about like, next? He's like, no, man, I didn't even think about it. I was like, why don't you just do this? This Now he's thriving. He's amazing. He's exploding, just, doing this. He, yeah. he, he, found, he found his place. Yeah, found his place. And he owned it. Absolutely. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. incredible. Yeah. And so I think what you brought up with these three types of people is so important, not only to identify yourself and which one you are for change, mm-hmm. but also people on your team. Because yeah. you even said like, well, okay, the things that the people that uh, maybe just sort of watch things happen. Yeah. They're actually great team members. They do really well giving vision. Yeah. Or the thing, people that are disengaged, they are really great coming alongside mm-hmm. and showing them, yeah. hey, this is how you can make a difference. Yeah. Um, and so you just need to know people's strengths, people's weaknesses, mm-hmm. and how important is that, especially when you are dealing with um, team changing and like company organizational change in a church. Yeah, I think part of leadership is, is understanding people, yeah. um, people skills, right? And so... Uh, understanding that everyone, uh, number one, is not going to have your personality, right? Like we would love, uh, right, to, to just have a group of A-type, ready to go, That's let's right. make it happen. Why don't they think no like No questions. Yeah, we're going to go conquer, right? We'd all love to have that. Uh, but that's just not the way it is, right? You'll yeah. have some of those people, uh, but then you'll have those that don't know where their place is or are trying to find their place or are nervous about it or don't even know that there is a place. I think, once again, as leaders, you have you have to you have to know your people, and then you have to have the desire, not just to lead, but to also help them grow. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of times it's easy as leaders for us to just say, "Do this, do that, go here, go there." Mm-hmm. You know, make this happen, don't make that happen. Go, you know. So we're, we're we're great at giving direction a lot of times, but I think part of being a leader is also helping people grow, develop, mature. But the only way to do that is to really learn who they are. Yeah. So that you can probably communicate. Right? Well, I, I heard too, it's difference of raising up a follower and a leader. Yeah. For a yeah. follower, you tell them what to do. For a leader, you say, figure this out. This right. is my end yeah. result yeah. and allow them to grow into yeah. that. And, yeah. you know, not giving that, giving that room, yep. giving that room. Yeah. To grow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what just last word or word of encouragement when we think about change, the power of change and uh, maybe those that are thinking about some hard change in their mm-hmm. life coming up. Uh, what encouragement can you give them just as a final encouragement? Yeah, about this I, I would say if you find yourself in a moment where uh, you're where you know that you need to, yeah. right? Like you've went through the steps, you know, you need to, you've accepted it. Uh, you're aware of it. You've affirmed it. Uh, you've put a plan together. You know what to do, but there's this hesitation or this like, ah, I don't feel like maybe is this the right time or are things in line? Should I or should I not? And you're, you're, you're going through all of that. And I'm speaking to myself as well. Yeah. Uh, I would say start. Yeah. Right. Start from where you stand. Um, the conditions will never be perfect. Right. Everything will not always be in line. Uh, you'll you'll never fully feel ready. Yeah. Right. To take on whatever it is that, you know, you need to. Uh, take on, but starting will always be the beginning of accomplishment. Nice. Right? You you can't accomplish anything uh, that you don't start. Right, and so I would say to you today, start, start today. 
If it's I want to get healthier, start today. If it's I want to grow in my leadership, start today. If it's I want to build my team or start encouraging my team or work with my team differently, start today. If it's I want to become a better whatever, start today, right? As long as you start today, you can absolutely have a better tomorrow. Yeah, so solid. And I hope you guys can see that. We just pushed the record button and started. That's it, man. That's what we did. That's it. I hope that was a blessing to you. Yeah. Hope it was an example to you. You don't have to have everything together. You could even have it a broken foot, be in pain. Come on. But got people that you love in your life to hey, just talk, sit, get it. some encouragement. Let's do it. And share that love with you guys. So, man, we appreciate it. Make sure you guys check out that leadership lesson, on not only on EE Leaders, the podcast, but also uh, that comes from who you are and everything you're doing at the, uh, the Empowerment You podcast. Yep. So solid. I was telling him like, I just want to publicly say like I was just I kept on mowing my lawn like twice because I was in the middle of an episode. And I kept on wanting to hear about it. Go mow. Yeah, that's Go right. Mow. As I got the, got the headphones on, I'm like, what else can I mow out here? Do something. Come on. Like, let me do some more yard work. That's right. I, I did some more yard work. My wife was happy and I was a better leader because of your podcast. I was out there doing that, my man. thing. We and appreciate that. Man, so solid. That. So solid. So yeah. good. Uh, content. Love how yeah, this is. It. Uh, you know, for me, being so close in proximity, it's not just principles, but it's the person of who you are. And uh, how that has overflown is touching people's lives. So I'm appreciative. I know everyone that's going to be grateful for all the content and stuff you're putting out. And I'm excited, bro. You're doing change. It's going from audio to video. Video. Come on. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you. Come on. You don't got no radio. You don't got no radio face. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. You look good, bro. It's going to be great. And uh, I'm excited to see all that God is going to use with this next season, season three. There's two seasons already of good content on that podcast. Make sure you check it out. And I'll put all the link descriptions and make sure um, you guys know all about that as well. So thank you so much again, AJ. My appreciate pleasure, my pleasure, my appreciate pleasure. you guys just listening, hearing yeah. all that we're uh, thinking, talking through. And that's one of the reasons why we want to do these bonus episodes is to give you uh, a little bit more intimate contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be real, a little rougher, a little raw. Uh, this is how I grow. Uh, Leadership Lessons Podcast was one of those things where I have so many godly, amazing, incredible yeah. people in my life that I was like, we need to record that lesson or that thing that you're going mm-hmm. through. And because we have these sit down conversations where, man, so much stuff comes up. Right. And so now let's put it out. And so we did. So I hope it blesses you. God bless you guys. God bless you. We'll see you soon.